2: News Radio 1360 KKTX 0808 Lago here. Glad you're along this morning. Those of you in, uh, on the island and uh, in Flower Bluff, we got your one-time protector uh, coming up. Brother Dave standing by with your sports,
1: and here's Brian with your traffic and weather together. Starting today, Carson Street will become a one-way street northbound from Ennis Jocelyn Road to Alameda Street. Motorists will not be allowed to turn right or left onto Carson Street from Alameda Street. Motorists will only be allowed to turn onto Carson Street from Ennis Jocelyn Road. And police have arrived at a wreck this morning. The crash crash is at the intersection of Baldwin Boulevard and southbound David Street. Again, police have arrived, but traffic is backed up approaching the southbound on-ramp of Highway 286 from Baldwin Boulevard. We'll see partly cloudy skies today with a high of 84. Clear skies tonight with a low of 71. Right now we're looking at partly cloudy skies with a temperature of 75 degrees. And here with your sports, Brother Dave Evans. Good morning, guys. Well, Michael Thomas caught a late 72-yard touchdown, then celebrated with a cell phone throwback with another famous New Orleans play, and the streaking New Orleans Saints handed the Los Angeles Rams their first loss of the season with a 45-35 victory. On other the Texans held on and beat the Broncos 19-7. The Falcons crushed the Redskins 38-14. The Patriots throttled the Packers 31-17. The Steelers got past the Ravens 23-16. And tonight, on Monday Night Football, the 3-4 and four Dallas Cowboys host the 3-4 and four Tennessee Titans. In the Social and Justice League, the Spurs disappointed, disappeared against the Magic 117-110. The Raptors sank against the Lakers 121-107, and the Wizards whacked the Knicks 108-95. And finally, Jim, in local sports, congratulations to Veterans Memorial, Cal Allen, Ray, London, West Oso, Gregory Portland, Ramses Pass, Odom, Rockport, Ingleside, and Refereo on their high school football victories over the weekend. Jim? That's
2: your sports update Okay, Dave. I appreciate it Thank you, buddy. that 560 5589 five six zero five five eight nine five six zero kktx Those of you in um, Flower Bluff and on the island, uh, if you've been there any length of time, uh, you know that uh, Chris Cooper used Cooper. to be Hooper, Hooper. Thank you. Chris <laughs> Hooper used to be the uh, the uh, officer uh, on patrol. It was his district. It was his island. It was his flower bluff. And chances are, if you're working out in your yard, when he was making his rounds, he would stop and chat with you for a while. And uh, I always enjoyed it. And he, your new sheriff, has uh, dropped by this morning. And I'm going to tell you the first uh, sheriff's wife story. Okay? Here we go. Uh I wanted to uh, make sure that I had uh, relayed the message correctly that I would like to uh, get the sheriff on one day when all the you know excitement sort of died down. And so I called his house and his wife answered and I said Well, hello, Miss Hooper. This is uh, Lago. She said, oh, yeah. Don't we know each other well enough that you could call me by my first name? I said, yes, and if I could remember it, I would. (laughs) How embarrassing is that?
0: I don't think that's embarrassing at all, Jim. I mean, you've always been a friend, and you've known Cheryl almost as long as you've known me. Yeah, I have. Yeah.
2: And uh, met her. And for some reason, that name just does not stick, you know, where it should. It will. I've wrote it down.
0: It will. She's a big part of this. My family's a big part of this. I know they're. You will definitely see Cheryl almost as much as you see me.
2: Cheryl is uh, really uh, a wonderful woman. I I saw this uh, thing uh, about uh, Forget the. can't remember. But you should have written
3: that down, too. <laughs> yeah,
2: I should have. Uh, but today's uh, fashion is a strong uh, woman, and you s- certainly have one. I certainly have one. Yes, Dale certainly
0: has one. All successful men do. Oh,
2: yes, they do. Uh
3: Man, I was impressed by the turnout the other day. That was a full house down well, there.
0: I was it, glad to see you there, Dale. The island was well represented. Uh, yeah, the there Fire was a bluff lot of Was well. The only it. thing I'd ask Dale is next time he kicked the sand off his flip flops,
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> he left. I' only do that on formal occasions <laughs> when I wear my white stripper boots.
2: Well, we were talking about the uh, swearing in ceremony, and uh, it was uh, very reassuring to see uh, many of your supporters, uh, especially. The island folks, some of those people I hadn't seen in a long time. Uh, I had to go in a uh, different part of the uh, uh, place, but it it was a huge turnout.
0: We got a turnout, and Jim, not only that meant so much to me, but it really meant a lot to my family. Um, because this is going to be a journey, like you mentioned the politics of mm-hmm. it when I walked in here. It's going to be a journey that I haven't done before, and my ha- my family hasn't been involved in before and I, I, and I know it's going to be something a new experience for us and that kind of support from friends family um is going to be important and we're we're awful humbled and, and gracious by it were um were your kids pretty
2: excited they were they were excited to get out of school I mean, it was, <laughs> did they did they get a did you give them a clue that this might be happening? That you I don't might-
0: think they realize. You know, they've been the cops'
2: kids mm-hmm. for 35 years,
0: but this is something different. This is a, a, a newer level. Yeah. And I don't think they realized it until that event. And then the uh, Saturday night when we went to the Ted Cruz event, and I was called out by Todd Hunter in front of all those people. And I mm-hmm. think then it kind of hit them that, wow, uh, we're in the middle of it now. We're going to be yeah. uh, we're going to be seen and associated with Eddie, mm-hmm. and so that's a good thing.
2: Yeah, and it's a, a good thing, and it's um, hard to um, live up to. Uh, I don't think your kids are going to have any trouble. I don't. Uh, they're pretty busy with their uh, with their junior livestock. Uh, the livestock property. show.
0: Hannah's swimming. Colton's baseball and tennis. I mean, we keep them busy, keep them out of trouble, keep them busy, and and this will be a side, a side note to their existence. You know, being the sheriff's kids. So.
2: Were you a, Were you surprised when uh, Sheriff Kalen called you and said?
0: I had actually reached out to him several years ago and told <clears> him, <throat> him that I was. I felt like I was getting towards the end of my public service uh, career with the Corpus Christi Police Department. And, He kind of nodded his head, yeah, yeah, and uh, I I asked him to keep me in mind, and I'm I'm just really grateful that he gave me a heads up. He and Sharon both have been great, Mm -hmm. Sharon working with my wife, Cheryl, and uh, yeah, I was, but I was surprised because I didn't think that this day was going to come.
3: Was it on your radar? I mean, is it something you had in the back It was a dream. I
0: think every kid growing up in Texas, whether it's Gilmer or Corpus Christi, has a dream about being the county sheriff. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was it was always there. I didn't. And when I'd tell my parents about it, my parents are both with us, and they were there the other the other morning, and uh, they kind of kind of smirked at me. They know, you know, they they keep my ego in check. They they and my wife and my kids keep me humble. And when you talk about being a an elected sheriff of a significant county like Nueces County, that's something that uh, you know they kind of yeah yeah whatever, Junior. You know, but it's uh, it turned out well, and I'm happy that day came.
2: Well you were a, a great um, patrolman I mean the, the people that uh, were in your district and, and, the, and the guys and the girls and the
0: supervisors over the years that have worked around yeah. were just as great I mean we, we remembered and most, most 99% of all police officers remember that they are servants first and as long as you remember that you know they, you can be called a hero You can be called um, a warrior. You can be called a lot of stuff, but the bottom line is as long as you always remember you are a servant, you will do well in that occupation.
3: So it sounds like the jail is is at the top of the list. I was warned early on, and I've
0: already immersed myself, (laughs) and I'm meeting with the command staff again this morning. I've ordered a set of jail uniforms for myself, mm-hmm. so I will fit in with those 180 correctional officers on the floor of that jail when mm-hmm. I visit with them. And uh, yes, that's, that's where a sheriff is made or broken in, on the floor of that
2: jail. So are you going to do jail shifts?
0: I'm going to spend significant time with those correctional officers, yes.
2: Questions, comments? Sheriff John Chris Hooper is in the box. John Chris Hooper. John Chris. Are you going to use the whole thing? JC. JC. Uh, Sheriff is uh, in the box. You have a question or a comment? Uh, the number is 560 5589 kktx News Radio 1360 KKTX Largo here. I'm glad you're along this morning, 0825, Dale Rankin, owner editor of the Island Moon, and good friend of ours, both of us, uh J. C. Hooper. He's the new sheriff in town. And uh it's really remarkable when I think back to the early days of the Citizens Police Academy. And and you were involved with that from right. From the start.
0: Like uh, 1990 up to 2000 for those 10 years. Yeah. We had a blast. Had a blast meeting people like you. I remember Judge Lloyd Neal when he was mayor. He came through there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, you could really tell who was committed and devoted to the community because they would take – they all – and you know this. They have unbelievable schedules. But uh, several of them, including the judge, mm-hmm. um, came through that Citizens Police Academy pr- pretty close to the time you did. Yeah. And so, it was uh,
2: – it was uh, – Tuesday night, 6 to 9.
0: Yeah, for like 10 or 12 weeks. It was a commitment. Yeah. And I don't think you missed a class. No. I would have missed you if if you weren't there.
2: Well, it was uh, kind of funny that um, you were going to turn me from the dark side. And then uh, I guess in 91, we started the talk radio thing. But it was – the staff there was just incredible. And I'm assuming – and I've only said it twice since then – that I've gone back for, because uh, I've been invited back, that the uh, staff for the Citizens Police Academy is really a remarkable bunch of guys.
0: That training staff is unbelievably devoted to the training of the cadets, the new police academy, uh, that we have one going on right now. Yeah. And I'll make sure you're invited to that graduation. All right. Um, let me. You know what? I've got to quit talking like that. I don't work for that department anymore. I'll make sure Chief Markle invites you to that event. Um, but, yeah, it's an excellent training staff. And we have an excellent training staff over at the county, too. We just do a different type of training, mostly training up for correctional officers and then all of the state-mandated training. So um, I will be getting to know more uh, starting today with a, uh, mm-hmm. with a staff meeting with my command staff. And then I, that's my goal. I've only been on the job now uh, a day and a half. Mm-hmm. But it is my goal starting today, all of this week and next week, to meet as many of the 330 employees of the Nueces County Sheriff's Office as I can meet and to see where we're at and where we need to be going.
2: And you're going to – tell me the thing about the uh, uniforms – Again? Uh, well, if
0: you look at the sheriff's office, there's several different uniforms mm-hmm. that you'll see. Yeah, um, I, ha- I will have a dress uniform because similar to the one I wore with my previous department, I will frequently be dressed the way I am today, trying to look uh, sharp. Sheriff. But you know what's funny? You talk Sheriff-ish. to the sheriff, yeah. And then also the correctional officers have a re- what I think is a really neat and functional uniform of a polo shirt with uh embroidered name. The badge. Yeah, yeah, embroidered on, and then uh, BDUs and bloused uh, pants to the boots. And I like that look, and mm-hmm. I've already ordered myself a set. So when I spend time with the correctional officers on the floor of that jail, um, I'll fit in. And I, I do plan to spend time with them. They're the backbone. There are 180 of them. The average tenure of those correctional officers is less than a year. When I worked for the county back in 1981, I lasted eight months. So, and that was in 81, and that's today. It's a rough, depressing. Um, it's a tough
3: job that uh, doesn't get a lot of glory.
0: You well, don't see all you television see are innocent people.
2: Uh, when
3: when they leave, do they do a lot of them transition into deputies? A lot of them have that goal, or
0: they look at it as a stepping uh, stone we we can hire them at 18 uh, they can't be sworn police officers till 21 oh I it, see. and and you know what that's 3 years if we could keep them
1: hello it is Ryan and i was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
0: For three years, we'd be better off. That's mm-hmm. one thing I'm looking at. We'd be better off than keeping them for six or eight months. Mm-hmm. The Turnover uh, is such that the uh, the name on their polo shirt is Velcroed on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Think about that. And
2: Well, I've known that for quite some time. <laughs> That's got to be a tough
3: place to go to work. Yes, it is. Sure, it is. Yes, it is.
2: Um, And the weekends are absolutely nightmarish. News Radio 1360, KKTX, Lago here. Glad you're along. It's 0838. Uh. The new sheriff is uh, in town, uh, J.C. Cooper and uh, Dale Rankin. Uh, we've both uh, known the sheriff for uh, quite a while. Um, that uh, the the thing that people don't know a lot about, uh, especially as far as the jails concerned, and uh, I don't know if you have. Like a come in and spend 24 hours with us or just do a shift with us. But I did that, but it was a long time ago. And the number of mentally ill people that just were in and out of there were just, it's just a staggering number.
0: It's a statewide problem. Um, When Jim Kalin took over 12 years ago, 37% of that jail population were mental health care consumers, Mm -hmm. Um, legitimate certified. They had been involved in some type of criminal activity, and that's why they were in that county jail. Right. But the vast majority of them didn't belong in that county jail. They belonged in some type of treatment. But for a variety of reasons over the years, uh, our county jails across the state are being used as storage facilities for the mentally uh, disabled. And we do have uh, a jail diversion program to try to route these people into a better place, for them and for mm-hmm. the community as a whole. And we're down now, uh, as I'm taking office, we're down to between 20 and 25 percent. But that's not where I want to be a year from now or two years from now. I want to keep working on that, and I will.
2: Well, one Friday night when I was there, I saw a guy perched on the air conditioning, uh, you know, the ductwork some behavior. And <clears throat> he stayed there for, I don't know, more than two hours before. There were people trying to talk him down, but... Patience.
0: Patience. You don't want people getting hurt. You don't want... Uh the inmate getting hurt, and you certainly don't want your employees getting hurt. It's all about maintaining patience. Why?
3: What's the design capacity of the jail versus the actual population? Where we're, I looked this morning, we're like 90 percent, uh, one thousand. So you don't have an overcrowding out. population.
0: Yes, we do. We're do? too close, yeah. yeah. We, are, we are too close, and it's something we're monitoring every day. And there's a process in place that was a mandate by a federal judge back in 1992 where we, I can shut the doors to that jail. When a certain trigger point is uh, reached, and
3: uh, a consent decree or something like that, exactly.
0: Well, not really. It's it's it was a it was a federal case called Trivette Back and Jim Kalin brought me up to speed on it. He's had to use it once. He he's had to close the doors to nonviolent offenders, and and I was part of that over in the police department as mm-hmm. a field supervisor. I had to tell my guys, no, we're we're going to write this this one up. This is a nonviolent property offense, and we're not going to book this one at the county jail because they can't handle it. We're going to have to wait. Hmm. And then Dale, it just happened to be during spring break. If right. you can imagine that, <laughs> when we were dealing with some, the county was dealing yeah. with some jail overcrowding issues. Right. But I'm sure that was just a coincidence.
3: What's the uh, <clears throat> what's the the daily job duties say of a deputy versus a PD guy? It's uh, there's a variety of services
0: at the county that the deputies perform. Most of the time when you think of the police department, you think you're you're patrol officers, but there's also a lot of them serving with the city in in a variety of uh, responsibilities. And the same thing at the county. Um, We we have an awful lot um, besides the patrol function. Um, but the the law
2: administrative
0: No the law enforcement responsibility is the same. A licensed deputy is just as much a right. peace officer as any city police. But officer. But they're
3: patrolling typically in less populated areas. They're because patrolling they're concentrated outside the
0: incorporated. Exactly, area. and so Port Aransas has their own police department. Robstown has their own right. police department. Iowa Dulce now has a town marshal. You ought to bring him in, Jim. He's a hoot. He was uh, It was one of those private. Uh, public ventures with the Wyatt Ranches, and they they have a city marshal unit, two officers in Dulce, and th- those guys are so appreciated by that small community, and that in itself is a force multiplier for the sheriff's office because it's one place where it, when there is a criminal incident uh, that requires a law enforcement response, Awadulce is on the scene and then we 're responding as backup
3: do the smaller departments use the sheriff for investigative stuff for
0: we do have uh, more assets the sheriff 's yeah. office does have more assets and but then there are times when we 'll need to reach out to the state or right. uh, depending on the incident every every incident is. You know, evaluated and, and processed on its own. So you guys Just can to, go to DPS for lab work. Yeah, or and then you know what? I, I would like to think that my last thirty-five years gave me a pretty good relationship with the City of Corpus Christi Police Department, and I think uh, Mike Markle and I are are going to be working oh, together yeah, on a lot more.
2: Yeah. Well, y'all know each other really well too. Yes, we do. So um, that's a thirty-year. <clears throat> 30-year
0: friendship, friendship and three years ago, um, before my retirement, he tabbed me as a public information officer, and I learned so much from Mike Markle, as I did from going all the way back to Bill Banner. And uh, one thing I learned from Mike Markle is the the value of uh, instincts and trust in your instincts. Mike Markle probably has the best instincts when it comes to people and events of any person I've ever worked around. And so uh, I've learned something from from all of the chief administrators I've worked for over the last thirty five years.
2: And the people you've been with uh, through the well, through the first big staff promotion when Riggs got here,
0: he was another one. You know, you can learn. You, I learned an awful lot when he came in. It was all about doing more with less. Yeah, and that was a big part of his leadership was getting us to embrace that and make it work.
2: Well. Uh, You not only did, but you uh, brought accolades to the police department. And I still hear from him on at least a couple of times a month. He's out there. Yeah. News Radio 1360, KKTX. Longo here. Glad you're along this morning. It's uh, 0852, and uh, J.C. Hooper, new sheriff, is in the box with Dale Rankin. And uh, I I really appreciate you taking the time and uh, coming in. Thanks for having me here, Jim. Hey, it's uh, always a pleasure. Um, you and uh, Dale were discussing pretty uh, something pretty interesting, and you were talking about the uh, the What was it, the job of the Texas Rangers? Texas
3: Rangers. I was just curious how they fit in with sheriffs, you know, sheriff work.
2: Well,
0: occasionally there's a crime scene that is so major or a criminal episode that is so significant that it could uh, exhaust or challenge, over, uh, unduly challenge, the, uh, the sheriff's office and our capabilities. We have some really great investigators. Mm-hmm. Uh, my friend T.K. Rivas came over from CCPD years ago, and we have... Uh, Retired Texas Ranger heading up our investigation division, and so we have plenty of talent on board. Occasionally, there could be an event where we would need to reach out for an help from an outside agency, and that outside agency could, in fact, be DPS Texas Rangers. So, so
2: Captain <laughs> Robert Garza is uh, going to continue on.
0: Oh, you see, yeah,
2: I. That's good
3: so you guys do like your own DNA testing and that sort of stuff you do we, that we use the state lab state um, lab
0: yeah DPS lab just like other departments uh-huh.
2: uh, well, What do you do for crime scene investigation
0: We yeah. have investigators and if the if it's not something our investigators can handle mm-hmm. uh, we've received uh, help in the past support in the past from Corpus Christi Police Department forensics. We're going to have that relationship with our local law enforcement uh, agencies, whether it's Robstown, Port Aransas. We're going to, we're going to continue to foster and continue to, uh, to to improve those relationships with all of the uh, law enforcement agencies in Nueces County.
2: Well, you you know how good the forensics lab is. Limited, limited budget, limited equipment, and but not limited by. The great people that – like Hornsby.
0: Um, uh, Yeah, John, um, their people, Corpus Christi Police Department's people people. are top-notch.
2: Yeah. Um, Do you have somebody that can go through those fingerprints like – is it Margaret –
0: I'd have to look. I mean, and I'm still. Hey, Jim, I'm still in the process. I've been on the,
2: know, the job a for a, and a day and
0: a half, and and uh, this week and next week, I'm going to try to meet as many of the 330 employees of that office as I can, and I'll. Uh,
2: so you're you're not on uh, what, uh, junior livestock show and rodeo, uh, rabbit. Uh, Oh, that's
0: going to be a big part. It always is. That's a big part of our January is what goes on at that show barn. We've we've always me and my family, and my kids especially, in the 4H group in Port Aransas, Padre Island, or uh, Flower Bluff, Padre Island. We've been uh, that's a huge part of our January, and we're, yeah. we're looking forward to. It. And you promoted the heck out of it last year. Thank you very much. That You're was welcome. that was very well done.
2: Um, it's uh, it's always a pleasure. I've been interested in that. I was in FFA and 4H. Uh, I know how uh beneficial they can be, and uh the thought of uh having a project that that will just indelibly mark you about uh the responsibility of pet ownership is uh, is, is just terrific.
0: Pet ownership is one thing, but uh, livestock ownership is something else because your pet is like my dog and your dog. But the, the livestock ownership aspect of it, when you're raising animals for market, that's a different yeah. element. It's huge. It's but a great learning it experience. It deepens
2: your appreciation for these animals uh, contribute so much to our lives. Yes. And they come with – you make a deal with God – you know, you've become their parent. Uh, and I'm talking about your dog or your cat or sure. whatever you've got running around your right. house. And and it's just a, a bigger, uh, it's a deeper meaning uh, for the kids. Well, like yours, how many years have you all done rabbits?
0: I think we're on year eight now yeah. with the rabbits and the shop projects and the photography and the homemaking. There's just so much that goes on out there. And that's your daughter with uh, yeah. uh, photography. Yeah. Oh, my daughter and, and my son has done real well. Both of them have also done real well with the shop projects. They've, they've built some really special deer blinds over the years. Oh, they have? Yes, sir.
2: Were they uh, responsible for that all-mirror uh, deer blind? I haven't seen that no one de-
0: yet. That might be an idea for this year. Thank Thanks. Well,
2: Brother Dave uh, had one.
0: I can get the class. Seems like huh? that would yeah. confuse
3: the deer. Yeah, it would.
2: Um, <laughs> no, they like to uh, come up and check and see if their horns are straight. <laughs> you know, how am I looking here? Uh, we just uh, got about a minute left, and I'll let you have it. Or
0: well, You know what? Um, I, I wanted to say, you know, it, it was a special day. Uh, when I was sworn in and to see people from Port Aransas and from Padre Island Flyer Flower Bluff and then I had some f- farmers and rancher friends from the other side of Robstown that were there it was an extremely uh, happy day for me and the family the family and I and, and uh, I'll never forget it and I will not disappoint I will not disappoint much. saw a lot of cowboy hats in the crowd yes sir and now I'm wearing one I got a good picture of them thank you <coughs> proud to be there
2: so Taylor said, You got to get a hat. I got one. I know you got one. Yes, sir. And I told your wife. I said, hey, And he's wearing a hat and he looks good in it. I mean, it looks like it's been part of your dress for a long time. And if people ever saw you in that old beat up straw hat you had, <laughs> they know that's a long time ago. Yes, All right, tomorrow's uh, vote like your uh, life. Depends on it, because it does. Also, the lives of your children. Have a Bluebell Country Day.
3: With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.